Good morning and welcome to Faith FM. You're listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88. Right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network. Right across if you are where Lyle is right now because he's not currently here, but he's listening to us from Stewart's Point because you are being joined this morning by Lawson and by... Gemma! Woohoo! Gemma, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Oh, man, I'm killing it. I'm killing like it. Oh. living my best life, having such a good day. Um, I'm really struggling to keep a straight face right now, Lawson. Why? I'm so sorry. Why? I, okay, okay. So, Lawson has got a hoodie on because it's like a cold morning, right? So, he's wearing a jumper and it's got a hood and he's got the hoodie over his head. Now, while we're here, we've got to have headphones on, uh-huh. right? So, we can hear what's going on. And he's got his headphones on like over his ears, over the hoodie, and he's got the hoodie tucked behind his ears, over the headphones, and oh, Lawson, it's just a sight. It is. It's what's called a look, <laughs> and uh-huh. it looks good. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> of course, clearly, I don't know sub- fashion. Yeah. yeah, that's that's basically what that is. That's basically what that is. Uh, Gemma, what are you grateful for this morning? What am I grateful for this morning? I had a really good drive here, actually. Oh, it's been a 45 minute drive for me to get here this morning. It was a really good drive. Dude, same. There was no crazy traffic. I had some good music playing in the car. Mm. It was good. I didn't. I was just like, it was the sound of silence. I was just like driving along. Like the sound of silence is in the song, the sound of no, silence? No, 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 no. Like the literal sound of silence. The literal sound of silence. Okay. Um, well, you know, the sounds that cars make, you know, and they go brum brum, and then you go over a bridge and it's like dunk and that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Nice. Uh, and I, yeah, I'm grateful that you're here. I'm grateful that you've had the opportunity to nice. come in and, and fill in for Lyle um, and Mon as they're both away doing things. Mon um, down in Sydney and Lyle up in, in, in Yarra. Um, but yeah, uh, let's continue on. This is a reminder, you are listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show and interact with Mon and myself for the breakfast show, then simply go to faithfm.com.au and press play or use the tune in radio app. But um, of course, we have a few things to just uh, to kick our show off by by advertising. So basically, we have an amazing, amazing, amazing giveaway. Um, it's called the Alpine Village Giveaway, and of course, this is in uh, commemoration of the fact of our, our show um, shutting down. In fact, our farewell show is tomorrow, so please be tuning in. Please be listening into that. Um, but yeah, we're going to have more information about this amazing holiday giveaway. Um, stay tuned for that. This ne- this song is the idea of North. Whenever God shines His light. Whenever God shines light on me, open up my eyes so I can see. When I look up in the darkest night, then I know everything's gonna be alright. In deep confusion, in great despair, when I reach out for Him, He is there. When I am lonely, as I can be, then I know that God shines His light on me. La-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-
sick And he heals the lame Says you can do it too In Jesus' name Yes, he'll lift you up and turn you around And he'll put your feet back on higher ground Reach out for him, he'll be there Troubles you can share. Oh, you can use his higher power any day, at any hour. Heals the sick, and he heals the lame. Says you can do it too, in Jesus' name. Yes, he'll lift you up and turn you around And he'll put your feet back on higher ground to start off the morning. Welcome back to Faith FM. We are continuing on with the breakfast show. Woo. Before we go anywhere, we need to get a clue for the quiz. We need to get this thing rolling. You ready? Yeah, I'm super ready. Okay. The question is a what am I? Okay. Okay. So what am it I? It is a what quiz. am I? Uh-huh. Now, your first clue. Daniel had a vision of four great beasts. The uh-huh. second beast looked like this creature with three ribs in its mouth. And, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> All right, Lawson. All right, then. I, uh, I, I preached on this not too long ago, You actually. did. I, so, I knew you'd get so, this one. So I was just like, yeah, no, I know what's up. I know what's up. So no double prizes up for grabs today. But if you can give us a call at one 800 324 843, a.k.a. 1-800-FAITH-FM. You can get that prize completely for free. We'll, we'll be able to tell you what that is in a very short moment of time. Yep. We'll, we'll, yep. we'll go, we'll pick a prize, we'll promote it, and you will be able to win it. But right now, uh, we've come to uh, some time of good news. So, Gemma, what's 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 good? What's happening in the good what's news? What's good? What, what's what, happening? What good things happening around the world today? Well... I spend a lot of time on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Would you say that's a good thing? Well, look, that's, that's not my good point. It's, it's a leading to my good point. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to leave that there. So <laughs> <laughs> something I have seen a lot okay. over the last couple of days on Instagram is something to do with Ellen DeGeneres. 
Oh, okay. okay. Now, okay. she had a photo taken of her recently. If you don't know the story already, you probably do. If I've seen it on my Instagram, odds are you've seen it on social media too. Yeah. Oh, there I, was I a photo of her with George Bush taken mm. in a game, football game, uh-huh. and she received a lot of backlash for this. Why? Just to have been associated with George Bush. Like, they're friendly. They're sitting next to each other at a game. The photo, she's kind of smiling. They're enjoying the game they're together. Hanging they're hanging out, right? Yeah, okay. And she received a lot of backlash for this. For hanging out with George Bush. For hanging out with George Bush. So, what she's done is on her show, she has publicly stated, here's the thing, I'm friends with George Bush, right? Uh And the fact that I'm friends with a lot of people who don't have the same beliefs that I have. We're all different, and I think we've forgotten that that's okay. Hmm. I'm so, like, like backlash. Because I did see this thing pop up. I saw a photo of Ellen Generous and George Bush, but, like, I, I... I thought it was over something else. I had no idea. I, mm. I didn't read into it. Mm. But it's just literally the association of hanging out with yeah. George Bush. Yep. Is that because everyone thinks you did 9-11? Like, <laughs> like, the conspiracy theorists out there. Yeah, like, oh, man, that's hectic. That's, that's like the world that we live in. Like, oh. Yeah, but the thing that just caught me is what she says after that. She says, just because I don't agree with someone on everything doesn't believe I'm not going to be friends with mm. them. When I say be kind to one another, I don't mean only the people that think the same way you do. I mean, be kind to everyone. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, yeah. if that's not good news for this morning, then I don't know what else could be. Oh, 100%. I think that, like, yeah, le- legitimately... Um Man, this is so interesting to me. I'm mm. like, wh- why do people hate George Bush so much? I know there's a, there's a bunch <laughs> of reasons that people dislike George Bush, mm. like you know the, uh, the 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 war in Afghanistan and 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 uh, whatnot. Also, the fact that he's Republican, like oh, it just seems like there's such a there's such a divide at the moment in in that in that space mm. of like you know political alignment, and it's like, oh, if you're one thing, if you're the other thing. Because I couldn't imagine that happened in Australia. No. Right? You think of some famous famous person, like, hanging out with, like, I don't know, John Howard. Like, who would no care? No one would care. Who, exactly. Like, that's if, it. No if one Guy cares. Sebastian was, like, sitting beside John Howard at the NRL Grand Final, like, <laughs> no one would care. Yeah, exactly. But we see, like, Ellen DeGeneres and George Bush, they have personas, I guess, that are so much bigger. Like, yeah, the big ideology. Names, big following, you know. Yeah. The ideology that surrounds them is so much bigger bigger than them mm. just being people but then like yeah it's it's wild that's hectic that's that's hectic as well <laughs> good that um i guess i guess there's some good coming out of it that mm. the people are promoting um a, a type of tolerance because of that so that that's cool that's cool but yeah it's awesome um yeah i guess so did you know... You know Simone Biles, right? Who? Have you heard of her? Simone Biles. Yep. Who's that? You don't know who that is? Oh, Lawson. I'm kind of disappointed. Simone Biles. So, she is now, famously as of the last couple of hours, the most decorated woman gymnast in history. Oh, yeah. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Olympic gymnast. Yeah, yeah. Simone so, she's, yeah. she's 22 years old. Huh. Okay? okay. And now, she has become the most decorated woman, woman gymnast in history. She has... I'm going to... How many world medals do you reckon that she has? Have a oh, guess here. If she's most fun. decorated, like world championship or Olympic? World. Maybe. World records. World, world, oh, world records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World, world medals. Um, I don't know. 10? Keep going. F- five, uh, t- oh, 12? More than that. 15? More. Keep going. 17? You're getting there. She has 21. 21? She has 21... 
records. Oh, that is wild. World medals. That is hectic. Man, she's young. Yeah, 22. When I was 22, I had not done anything that important. <laughs> when I was 20, I'm not 22 yet. I, I, I'm about to turn 21. But okay, so she is the most decorated gymnast, in, female, in, female gymnast yep. in history. That is amazing. Yeah, I think because because records break usually with age. Mm. Like it's it's usually time of persistence that that people kind of knock them out. Whereas Simone Biles has come along. Well, it was it was clear to see like the hype around her in the last yeah, Olympic Games. It. it was like. This chick's legit, you yep. know. Um, and I think it was 2016, like the 2016 Olympic Games. It was like Simone Biles, yeah, like the everyone. name, the household name now that everyone knows. Yeah, but oh, and now she's most decorated. Yeah, that's incredibly interesting. I I feel like though, you know, as we're moving forward in time, mm. um, like you know, we're seeing more. It, it's interesting with those kinds of sports because we're seeing more and more records broken on, in sports that are. I guess purely physical. Mm. Um, like we, we can look at some sports, like like Formula One, for example, where they're driving cars, and it's like, oh, of course they're going to be faster around a track than fifty years ago because yeah, it's the way technology you know, is developing. Technology, yep. they're driving a car, you know. Um, whereas gymnastics is something you look at and it's like purely like a physical sport. But the thing is, if you watch gymnastic events from fifty years ago, yeah. the uh, you know the quality of events and performances that we have now is so much higher, and I think that's mm. still due to technology. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's the thing is that sports science is allowing these athletes to push themselves. Uh, further than ever before. Exactly. Like there were, you know, when it comes to 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 technique and physique and everything that re- that is required um, to be a champion at that level, um, mm. the research and development that's going into it, they're finding, I guess, body hacks. Yeah. You know, like you look at Usain Bolt. Like you know, uh, you know, it was Usain Bolt at the moment. He's the fastest runner in the world. Um, I don't know really at the moment, but he he still holds yeah, still holds the, know, the title, the, the world the record. Alive, yeah. You know, he's he's won like gold medals at the Olympic Games for however long. Um, and it's interesting, like he's like the runner to beat all runners. He's like, oh yeah, this guy is like the greatest of all time. But before him, it was like Carl Lewis. Like he was the greatest. It yeah. was like, oh, no one's ever going to beat Carl Lewis. And before him, it was someone else. And before him, it was someone else. So we're just seeing again and again and again as as science is improving as times moving forward. These athletes are just killing it. But interestingly enough, when it comes to Simone Biles, it's because she's winning medals. So that means she, she's consistently better than everyone else. Mm. So that means that it's not just that everyone is getting better. It's that Simone Biles in and of herself is just a freak. <laughs> She's a freak. You know, there's, there's a term that they use in, in some sports, particularly in like MotoGP, for example. They yep. call, the, call those top guys, they call them the aliens. They're like the aliens of the oh, sport. Okay. It's like because they do things that are not human. Out of this world? Is, yeah, basically. <laughs> essentially, you know, because um, similar things happening in MotoGP at the moment. Yeah. Um, Mark Marquez as a 25-year-old or 26-year-old has just won um, eight world championships in a row. And if he wins one more, he'll be tied for the most ever. And if he wins another one after that, um, he'll have the most ever. Wow. And if he does that, so he's won the last eight of the 10 MotoGP championships he's been in. And so there's very likely the possibility that he'll win the next two and then he'll be the greatest of all time at 27. Yeah, if you look up the history of just records recently that have been broken and new events that have been, you know, won and medals and things like that, yeah, the years of the people that are winning are younger. Like, mm. you'll find that a lot of mm. people that are breaking those records are actually quite young. Which, interestingly enough, 
I was uh, I watched a movie recently called Cliff. You know, it was about Cliff Young and the Cliffy Shuffle and the yep. the sixty one year old dude who won the uh, the Sydney to, to Melbourne Marathon. You find actually something really interesting in long distance running is that although peak physical age is like twenty four, the majority of successful long distance runners and record holders are all in their mid thirties, and that's because it's actually mental. Oh. That's something It's super interesting It's just like Yeah Because it's a huge mental game About suffering mm-hmm. Right now This is Anna Beden With Pay Stuff Or Stub We'll be back Right after this Bought some jeans At Target And ripped apart The pocket On Sunday Hallelujah Pay slip On the carpet And burnt it In the market On Monday Hallelujah It's not my business Jesus I'm sure you got your reasons So just say Hallelujah Hallelujah Oh grandpa's got lymphoma And fell into a coma On Tuesday Hallelujah Couldn't pay the water bill haven't had a shower since Wednesday. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. While merging on the freeway, I hit a Ford Focus on Thursday. Hallelujah. Without a car, I couldn't make appointments on Friday. Hallelujah, I lost my job, hallelujah, it's not my business, Jesus, I'm sure you got your reasons, so just say hallelujah, I came to church a beggar and found I have a savior, so just say hallelujah. I came to church a beggar and found I have a savior, so just say hallelujah. Welcome back to Faith FM, continuing on with the show with another clue for the quiz. If you could just uh, tell us that, Gemma. Isaiah says. The day will come when the wolf will live with the lamb and the cow will feed with this creature. You already know what this is. I know what it is. But that's Um, the clue for those who are playing along. Mm. And everyone should be. Mm. That's the second clue. And you guys are you, you've even been given a you've even been given a, a chapter and everything. So so if you know yeah. what it is, call us one eight hundred three two four eight four three, and you'll be able to get a prize <laughs> completely for free. But right now we have someone on the phone in relationship to our farewell show. Mm. Or is it, Lyle? Are you there? I am. I am. I'm here. Lyle, give us some information about tomorrow. Of course, we just had Anna Beden uh, singing. Uh, She's going to be here tomorrow playing and singing and having an amazing time with our live music for radio. But, But Lyle, what's going on? Okay, so this is an interesting situation that we've found ourselves in. I happen to be away, as you all know, um, at a meeting of uh, pastors, Christian pastors from across North New South Wales, um, up at Stewart's Point, and 
We had a meeting last night, and at a meeting I had the opportunity to speak about Faith FM and, and sort of you know express my sadness that the breakfast show was coming to a close, and there was a lot of support. In fact, the pastors, there was unanimous support for the breakfast show, and present at the meeting was the new uh, chair, chairman of the new managing board, and of course that made them all... Um, you know, prick up their ears about, you know, okay, this is something that uh, people really, really want. And it seems like that we have uh, a possibility to continue in the short term, um, pending a review by the new governing board that is about to start. So, you know, there is a there is a glimmer of hope. We, we may even be there on Monday morning. You never know. Um, but there's definitely a, a very strong glimmer of hope there. And just wanted to encourage everybody to pray about it. So um, tomorrow's show might be different than what we've got planned. We don't know yet. That is amazing. That is awesome. (laughs) Of course, we have to put this to, you know, we have to thank especially more than anyone else. You know, although there's been lots of work from us behind the scenes, all the messages that have been sent in by people in support of the show. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that was the other big thing that really came into play. Um, in relationship to, you know, what was happening here was the, the messages of support that have come from listeners and then combine that with the messages of support from, or the message of support from a, a combined group of, uh, of Christian pastors from across uh, this region was just very, very powerful. Mm. So basically all, all of this has gotten us to the point where there's a possibility to continue. At the 11th hour, most unexpectedly, because when I made my comments, it was with no intention and no... Um, I guess, you know, expectation of anything mm. changing whatsoever at all. But now there is the possibility that we've got a, and I, and I want to reiterate this, it's the possibility of being able to continue in the short term, uh, pending a review by the new governing board. So mm. that's, that's the, that's the official statement. Okay. So if officially we've got, um, we, we've got, you know, uh, I guess the possibility of continuing in the short term pending a review, and that's come off the back of feedback of people who have been listening to the show. So basically our situation's changed, which has been directly affected by people listening to the show and giving us feedback. That means that all we need now is more feedback. That's right. Absolutely. So... Yeah. If you're out there, if you're listening to Faith, Faith FM, if you love it, if you love The Breakfast Show, please just continue to send in your messages of, of support. 0491064669 is the number. Um, and you can just really bless us through this. And, you, like, I, I, yeah, praise the Lord that, um, that this, this is happening. Okay, keep us in prayer. Um, we've got a long way to go yet. But uh, definitely uh, keep this whole project in, in prayer and, uh, and take it to the Lord. We appreciate your support. And uh, Lawson, I'm going to hand it back over to you at this time. Awesome, Lyle. Thank you so, so much. That was awesome. Good to, good to chat to, to, to Lyle this morning. Good to hear from him. And good to hear amazing, amazing news. Of course, like, I'm going to be honest, like, when we started the show this morning, we didn't even know that. So, so, so like, yeah, it definitely came out of nowhere. Uh, so, so that's amazing. That mm. is so good. Um, and it just shows, yeah, the power of support. Just keep sending in more support. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And and man, we don't know where we'll end up. But 
Anyways, we are going to continue on with our show with, uh, I guess, a shortened time of um, some news, some things that are happening around the world. And I've got some like kind of interesting stories to talk about today. Um, firstly, the one being that we have a new $20 note in circulation. If you are an Australian resident, you have probably be, been seeing, you know, we had the new $5, the new $10, the new $50. And now we have a new $20 as well. So you won't see that for a couple of weeks, probably, but... What a weird order. Why did they do the 50 before the 20? Um, Started at 5 and then 10. Yeah, I guess it's just the situation of um, they can. Oh, yeah. Just sure. Why not? That's, that's what my, my dad says. That's like my dad's <laughs> answer to every question that you don't know the answer just to. Cause? Just because? Like, well, no, not just because, but you ask, like, why did someone specifically do that? Like, like why would someone do that? That's kind of, he's like, I don't know, because they can. It's like, well, why did they, why did they wait until now? Oh, I don't know, because they can. Something that's been on the news over the last, de- uh, over the last day or so, you probably would have heard it as a part of the headlines this morning, um, is that a sulfur-crested cockatoo survived being shot four times. What? This is the most wild thing ever. So there was like a sulfur-crested cockatoo. It was found in a backyard in Sydney having been shot Four times. What? Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's just yeah, like, it just, it not, like, this is the thing. It's like the biggest mystery ever. So basically, it'd been shot four wow. times. It was found, taken to a vet, vet Lorenzo Croster. Um, he was like shocked because they like shot with bullets, right? Like, like you'd bu- like, like wow. with bullets, okay? Like a bullets. Yeah. Uh, they x rayed the cockatoo, found all these bullets in it, and they're like, oh, my word, this is gnarly. Like, we need to fix this up. And so they've, you know, put the cockatoo into surgery. And uh, basically, uh, it's made a miraculous uh, recovery over the last day. And it is continuing wow. to recovery, wow. doing physiotherapy. The most interesting thing about this. the most interest- Wait, it gets more interesting? The most interesting thing what? is they, they don't know who shot it. What? Because the person who shot it, um, uh, there's a statement here. It says an individual could face a fine of up to $88,000 for oh. harming an animal like a sulfur-crested cockatoo. And Whoa. I think, you know, because you know how they have like up to this point and mm. like fines depending on the context and the circumstances, they like, they stagger and yep. vary. I feel like this is the kind of situation four where four times. four times where that would kind of warrant that, that fine, like yep. the $88,000 fine, uh, you know, as a, as a, as a, you know, as it goes in the law. Um, but it's like, they don't know who did it. The mystery. That's the mystery. It's like, like, and I wonder who, who like, who tries to work that out. Is it the police or is it the is animal police? There or is a, you know, secret government agency yeah, that's for, tasked to do this job. <laughs> <laughs> the way no, it's, we don't know about, it's like, it's like above Asia. It's like, like, it's like deep, you know, deep stuff to find out who shot the cockatoo. I mean, that's a big fight but though. So like, I have a personal conspiracy theory. Oh, yep. Let's hear it. Not to throw this guy under the bus, but potentially. <laughs> Shell is just like Shell is just like, like no, 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 don't nah, say it, okay, don't, say, don't it. say it. I'm just saying that it would look really good if you were the vet that fixed a, a cockatoo that got shot four times. But we're not no. going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, just quickly uh, at the moment we're in the preseason for the NBA. Um, you know the players have just happened. Uh, like you know the. Toronto Raptors won the the last the Toronto Raptors the Toronto Raptors won the last season um, and Ben Simmons you know the probably one of the greatest Australian sporting exports at the moment he like everyone is going wild 
and about Ben Simmons, right? He plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. And everyone's going wild for Ben Simmons because he scored a three-pointer. Whoa. Whoa, yeah, that's the thing. I, I think upon initial read, as someone who's not really clued in with basketball... You're yeah, just thank like, you. That's I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, you're cool. Like, oh, he hit a three-pointer yeah, like, in, okay, in a preseason game against the Chinese team. Like, oh, yeah, cool. Uh, but the, the biggest point is, is that, you know, Ben Simmons is one of the biggest rising stars in the league, and he's notoriously known for being bad at shooting three-pointers. In fact, out of the last... 18 three-pointers that he shot. He's missed every single one. Oh, wow. Okay, this is so the this first is really time. wow. Okay. This is, like, the good. Like, so he's, like, a really good defensive player, really good layup guy, but just can't hit three-pointers, and now he's hitting them. So um, good for Ben Simmons, good for Australian sport, and, uh, yeah, right now this is all sons and daughters with You Will Remain. <laughs>
Welcome back to Faith FM. We're continuing on to our show and to our guest interview section. Before we get into that, um, let's uh, let's have another clue for the breakfast Bible quiz. The quiz has still not been answered. No, it There's hasn't. A prize up for grabs, and the next clue is: Amos says the day of the Lord will be like a man who fled a lion, only to meet up with this creature. <laughs> who fled a lion only to meet up with this. Dun, this dun, could dun. Be, this could like if you didn't know this verse it could be good it's like mm. the day of the Lord the, for those who fled a lion only to meet up with a cute bunny rabbit or <laughs> definitely the, they well or yeah it could be the you know another different animal don't but give them the answer I'm not they can them figure the this out by themselves they can I believe in they've them. got three give clues us, give us a call one eight hundred three two four eight four three um, and you'll be able to win the prize completely for free. But right now, we have come into our interview section, and on the other side of the line, I've actually got a couple of people um, from the location that uh, that we were mentioning before, from from uh, up there in Stewart's Point. I've got Glenn. Are you with us, Glenn? Yeah, g'day, Lord, how are you? Oh, just fantastic. Really great. And uh, we've also got Lyle there as well. Lyle, are you there? Yeah, I was here a minute ago, and uh, this is where I'm calling from up at the uh, Stewart's Point Convention Centre. And so I thought, hey, I'll just stay on the phone, talk to you guys, talk to uh, Gemma as well. Um, always miss uh, always miss being able to talk to our our, uh, our radio breakfast show listeners, so mm. grab the opportunity while I can. You know, what's, it's something interesting you said before is that you guys are on, like, two different phones right now, but on the same, because it's like a house phone with, like, two different handsets. Yeah, this is um, this is old school technology. Yeah, I know. Lord, like, this is how it was done back in the day. It was like throwback to two thousand five. Like, <laughs> what a good. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. Let's let's uh, let's let's get into our interview then with 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 Glenn. So, Glenn, tell us a little about a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Uh, uh, what do you do? And yeah. Okay, um, my name's Glenn, Glenn Houselmoke. I, um, I'm the manager of the Stewart's Point Convention Centre and oh, the Yarra Happeny Adventist Youth Centre. Um, we've got a, a facility here about 1.2 kilometres apart from each other. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, <clears throat> I, I manage the staff, the operations, the day-to-day activities, everything that goes here. And uh, I get assistance. I've got an assistant manager in Steve Bennett, and mm. uh, he's, he's based at the Yarra Happening Adventist Youth Centre, or Yarra, as everyone knows it by. 
and uh, yeah, we just make sure this uh, this operation keeps running and. Uh, yeah, just do our thing, so to speak. Mm, that's awesome. So where exactly is Stewart's Point in, in relationship to, I guess, big landmark cities? Okay, so we're about an hour south of Coffs Harbour ah, and okay. about an hour north of Port Macquarie. Okay. Uh, and we're, we're, we're almost smack bang in the middle of New South Wales. If you mm. took from Sydney, say, to, to Byron Bay, we're, we're almost smack bang in, in the, the middle. middle. So that mid-north coast kind of area... Oh, that's, that's correct, oh, that's, right on the coast. That's yeah. awesome. And so, so the convention centre there, like I, I've been there before. It's really, really nice spot. Um, but how, like, how big is it? Like, what kind of operation are are, are you running there? Is it is it a big thing, a small thing? Yeah. So we've got um, three hundred and twenty acres of, oh, of land okay. space wow. here, right on the uh, Maclay River, on the yeah. arm, the Maclay River arm. And uh, 70 acres or 75 acres up at Yarra, so about 400 acres of, of combined land space that I manage. Mm. So, so you've got the the Stewart's Point Convention Centre as well as the as the Youth Centre. What mm. kind of what kind of things are you guys doing there? Like, why you know, yeah, what what are the what are the activities? I guess of the uh, what are the programs of the of the centres? Okay, so 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 the the, the convention centre was purpose built for for the Northern New South Wales uh, Big Camp. Oh, wow. And mm. uh, it's, uh, if, if you ever have a look at a, a topographic picture, you can see it was, it was laid out specifically for that event. Um, but we do a whole lot of other things. We, we host church groups. We host um, ministerial meetings, um, conventions, conferences. We also are a caravan park in the sense that we have people who just drive in off the street and camp here. We've got oh, nice. beautiful open green uh, camp camp spaces. Uh, we're, we're well known with grey nomads who have large caravans because our, our sites are quite big and, uh, you know, they can spread themselves out. They can easily get access in and out. So we do that. And then at Yarra we do, um, you know, mostly school programs but also church programs as well. Um and, and programs with other groups um, because it's you know it's, it's set in a rainforest. Oh, um, wow. It's a beautiful location up there, right on the beach. Um, so you know, and they've got flying fox, they've got a high ropes, they've got a water slide, they've got uh, you know a challenge course. Uh, you know, they do archery, mountain biking, and we're expanding all the time into new activities. So um, you know, we pretty much have a, a large cross-section of, of groups that come and use both facilities. Glenn, can I just butt in here for a second? I've got a, I've got a question that's sort of coming to my mind because I've only ever been here when there's been big programs happening and, you know, your 400 acres are uh, pretty much all being used. But, you know, outside of those, as you, as you mentioned, it's often used as a, well, it is a, it is a caravan park. Now, the thing that I've always hated about caravan parks is that when I go camping in a caravan park, I'm camped on top of everybody else. You know, I, I, I step out of my accommodation, my tent, my ute, whatever I'm camping in, and there's somebody, you know, basically camped on top of me. Um, is that the kind of uh, environment, because I'm just sort of thinking the listener that's listening this morning and, and, and heading up the uh, north New South Wales coast, and like, yeah, I'll stop in there. Um just describe for me what the camping spot would be like for somebody stopping here, um, you know, with their with their caravan or their camper van or their tent or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, look, if, if you come any other time of the year, bar Christmas, 
you would you would have a space with nobody around you, more or less. Uh, you know, there would be you know uh, even even at our busy times, you can find a spot uh, with within our sites that you could set up and have plenty of green space around you, um, and and nobody really next to you as such. At Christmas time, it is a little bit different, but we've just opened up 64 new powered sites on the on the tent side. So if you know the convention centre, if you know the conference tent side of the convention centre, we've got 64 new powered sites. Now, we also did that for our Christmas campers because this is a, a really beautiful spot and people who come here tell us that they just love it and, and they actually tell us not to tell anybody else. But we feel, well, we, we need to share... <laughs> What we have, what God's provided us, and um, and so we've opened up some more spots. That will also provide extra space. So we don't typically have, even at Christmas, there's usually spaces that we can put people, depending on, you know, some years it's busier than others. But, um, you know, if you came during the school holidays and brought your kids up, say, in the school holidays now, you would have a camp spot with no one around you. It's it's, it's there's, there's so many camp spots that we've got. We've got something like 780 sites here. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sort of thinking, you know, where else in Australia in a caravan park do you get that kind of an environment? I mean, I've been on so many caravan parks, you know, five, ten acres, whatever, and here you've got 400 acres. Mm. So it certainly, it certainly gives you that opportunity to spread out. Just a quick question in relationship to to uh, to Christmas time: Does the is the campground actually? You know, because it's like one of the things I've I've experienced is you know, you, you make last minute plans like oh let's go camping it's Christmas time you're never going to get anywhere get in anywhere on the coast. Um, do you get actually completely booked out at Christmas time? Because it's a big facility. Yeah, look, a couple of years ago we got close, but even then, when I looked at it, we we thought that we were close, but when I looked at it, you know, there was still sites that we could have put people on. Um, <clears throat> but look, no. So, so we find that there's, there's two caravan parks either side of us, north and south, and we get people coming in that they've sent, because they always know that we've got so many sites that we've got space. So if people sort of are just driving, and some people do that, they'll, they'll just say, let's, you know, pack up a caravan or, or grab the tent, let's go up the coast and find somewhere. We get people like that just turning up saying, look, we can't find anywhere. People told us about this place. Have you got a spot? And we say, yeah, look, come and stay, you know. As long as they adhere to our rules, which we, we don't allow uh, smoking or drinking or, or drugs, um, <clears throat> that doesn't suit everybody, but most people say, yeah, look, that's fine, you know, and they come in and then they fall in love with the place. It's, mm. You know, we're right on the river. We've got a pontoon. You can go fishing, 10-minute walk to the beach or a two-minute drive to the beach, just surfing there. Uh, it's it's a it's a really nice spot here. And it sounds like Australia's best kept secret, essentially. It is a bit. I, I, don't, know a bit. We, I yeah. don't know what we're doing, interviewing you on the radio. Nah, we should be there. Nah, we should we should be there. <laughs> we should be hanging out. Of course, we're doing this to promote you guys because of the amazing work you're doing and something that you guys are are doing at the moment. Something that's been a new venture for you is uh, you've started a church there. Tell us tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, look, we, we, we have a chapel on our grounds, which was, um, you know, built some years back, uh, before I arrived. And, um, you know, it's a prayer chapel and, and it gets used at big camp and other times and people use it, you know, just, just people who turn up will, we, we often find the door open and people sitting in there praying and stuff. But we, we have, uh, we, you know, with, with, with Steve and Timmy Bennett up at Yarra and, and myself and my wife Karen, um, we've got kids as well. Um, there's other people in the area here who, um, 
who are also Adventists, and we, we were going to Maxwell Church, and, and nothing against Maxwell Church, great church uh, run by Pastor Paul Richardson up there. Mm. But we thought, well, let's try something in a local area here. And uh, so it was really, uh, you know, it was driven really by Luke Reeves. Um, so mm. if, if you don't know Luke, Luke was uh, um, I got the guy who he had a, an accident back in February here and yeah. um, lost a couple of fingers. And, and But he's got a real passion for this type of ministry. So he was the real driver behind it. He said, come on, guys, because he's working up at Yarra. Mm. He said, come on, guys, let's let's do this. So, you know, we got behind it, and, and Steve and I hadn't really pushed it because, you know, we're busy enough, uh, yeah. rather, you know, on top of, you know, starting a church plant. But he was the real driver and got us all involved. And so right now there's about 15 people attending regularly, and it's great because we have people who just turn up here. Um, you know, people might be passing through on their way to Queensland from Newcastle or vice versa, and they'll call in and, and stay for the weekend. And uh, and then we're having church, and they just come along. So, you know, mm. we've done sort of like 15 people regularly, but we've done at Christmas time, we can have 85 to 90 people at our Sabbath services. Um, and, and we have to transfer that back into the dining room. Um, you know, or we could do 30 people or 40. It, it really goes up and down. But our, our real driver is the local community. We've started a... Um, <clears throat> A meal service for new new mothers um, with, with with young children and for people who may be sick that can't help themselves. We've got a meal service going uh, by church members, so we provide meals and uh, and things like that. And that's a start. We've got other things that we want to do in terms of uh, we're, we're going to be running a uh, carols um, here um, at uh, Christmas time as well awesome. for the local people. So that's just a couple of things that we're we're doing from a church plan perspective to to reach out to the local community. Man, that is, that's amazing. It seems like you're just using uh, everything you can and every part of this facility to really uh, not only, I guess, uh, you know, use it to, to congregate people who are traveling through, but also reach out to the community. Um, that, that's really, really awesome. I just, we have about two minutes left, and I just finally want to ask you, what are you guys, some of you guys' plans for the future? I know that you said, uh, you know, uh, Yarra, for example, is always expanding, and I can imagine the same thing for Stuart, Stuart's point as well, and the church plant. Um, what, what is, you know, what are some goals that you guys are driving towards uh, heading forward? Well, Yarra is, uh, you know, a beautiful part of the world, and, and we've, we've developed a couple of programs for our schools, and one's a survivor program mm. um, that's aimed at sort of year seven and eight students mostly, and, and Tammy and Steve developed that program themselves. We've got a another program which we call Get Hiked, which is for year five and six students, and uh, and, and these where schools, these are programs where schools can come in, and we just run the whole thing. Uh, get hikes about getting kids out there, getting used to camping and things. Mm. Survivors just like Survivor, the TV program where the kids have a whole lot of challenges and stuff, and and it's it's really set around you know faith based type challenges. Uh, and we want to continue to that and grow into get more schools coming to utilise Yarra. And for, for Stuart's point, it's about we we feel that there's an opportunity for corporate markets and, and health and lifestyle type things, which is aligned with, you know, what our beliefs are as well. So we want to continue to grow that and continue to develop the facilities. Uh, you know, we've got some plans. You know, we, we, we would love to get a, a swimming pool in here one day, and I just want to mention that so people who may be talking to people at the conference level can mention, when's that swimming pool going to go in at Stuart's <laughs> Point? But, uh, you know, we'd love to just continue to develop the, the facility uh, and, 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 you know, make it a place where people just want to come and be here and, uh, you know, just keep doing God's work. We, 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 we get involved in praying for the facilities and asking for God's leading and everything. 
that we do. It's a, it's a real ministry for us, and uh, yeah, we just we we'll just keep going and uh, keep developing it and, and running to uh, you know our, our plan. So it's lots of development in terms of uh, infrastructure and also in terms of uh, yeah some of the some of the markets we'd like to tap into. Oh, fully. Uh, finally, I, I just want to ask you real quick, um, what are some ways in which people can get in touch with you guys? Because you just completely sold me. Like, I just want to go hang out there all the time. Uh, but what are some ways that people can get in touch? Well, they can they can call us on the uh, the old-fashioned way of just calling us up and, and or they can that you can find both of our facilities online. Uh, we've got we can find us on Instagram, um, Stuart's Point Convention Center, Yarra Happen Here Venice Youth Center and also on Facebook. Uh, and we're also available on the web of course so you can contact us any of those means. Awesome. Thank you so, so, so much. Um, yeah, for for talking to us today. We're gonna continue on with our show right now. This is Gregor Pillay with the call. With violence and war Children are scattered And tattered and torn Hey somebody Won't you help me along We've been too long In that old place Gotta meet each other Face to face Let us shine This world will soon become alright Gotta look at each other Through the eyes of Christ Holding hands together As we lay down our pride Let's come together To do what's right Then together we will live Hi, I'm Peter Watt. 
Thomas, and I'm sure like me, at some time you have asked these questions. Does God exist? Is there anyone out there? And is God for real? As an atheist for years, my answer to those questions was no. But since then, I've had to reconsider the evidence. Evidence that points to a God of reason, science, love, and hope. I'm inviting you to discover these answers for yourself in my exciting new series entitled, Is God for Real? You can hear Peter Watts starting Saturday, October 19, 7pm, Erin Room at Erin Affair. That is Saturday, October 19, 7pm, Erin Room at Erin Affair. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. I came to church a beggar and found I have a saviour so Anna Beden And Kemi Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime event as two of our country's best Christian singer-songwriters come together in concert. October 12th, 6.30 at Maitland SDA Church. Call 0413-122-348 now to book your seat.
love is fine.